Hello and welcome along to Good Day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I'm delighted to be joined here by Sean O'Leary in a dark and dreary Melbourne. Welcome along, Shawnee. Good afternoon, Liam and Giggles. How are you going? Great. Sun is shining here in Kilkenny. Where is it shining down in Cork, in Cork today, Giggles? In, in, in the People's oh, Republic today, Cork. Liam, yeah. It's shining Cork today, yeah. Beautiful weather here. Now, we've had absolutely rubbish weather, though, up until today, probably. It's been shocking here, Shawnee. Um, so, Shawnee is making the trip home. When are you flying, Shawnee? Flying out tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Should be in Dublin Airport on Friday morning, 6 a.m. Friday morning, back for the Sorry, Ireland and back for the, back for the World Games as well. So, on today's show, we're going to look at the... Our final Giggles Corner and a preview of the World Games from uh, our man on the ground, Shane O'Leary. So, up first today, our final preview. Um, always a very exciting episode and always very exciting with Kenya in it as well. I think everyone gets that extra little bit out of it, especially Shane and Giggles and myself as well, obviously. Um, we, are, we are all making the journey up, which is great. Uh, Shawnee's got his ticket sorted from Australasia GA Giggles has got his ticket sorted from his corporate he's well connected and uh, we're in for the for the season tickets so we have our four together in a row because uh, we've been there from the start of the year so thank god I made the bet to start the year with the season tickets they're a great value anyway but if you can get to Ireland like we're guaranteed four together it's just brilliant when that final whistle yeah, was that over is. in Ireland to be final and have to worry about tickets <laughs> That that is brilliant that it's you had that because yeah, especially when you brought Henry and Lily to all the games. Yeah, they get to like, I think your bananas bringing Lily, but you, she's actually enjoying it, isn't she? And it, yeah, she enjoys it for a bit anyway. Yeah, it is bananas bringing her, but <laughs> okay. she does. She enjoys it where she can run around at the matches. She's a bit hemmed in across park, but she can run around up the back of the stand at halftime. I I do you know before we get into the details of the match, do you know what I was thinking about the other day is. Henry was born in April 2016. Am I yeah, right in saying that? Yeah, yeah. So Henry's Henry's the curse. Yeah, Henry, Henry's my son. Yeah, Kenny win that <laughs> He hasn't. He was he he was at the All Ireland 2016 against Tip when he was five months old and they lost. <laughs> and yeah, he and he was at the All Ireland final last year against Limerick and they lost. But we are bringing him again on Sunday. So. He missed the 19 decider because you were in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't. Yeah, we, he was at the semi final against Limerick in 2019 when they won. Though he was at that game. So, okay, um, right. So yeah, but hopefully, yeah, he can bring us a bit. Maybe Lily might bring us a bit. Good luck. Well, no, she was at the other last year as well when they lost. And yeah, look, we can't yeah. put it on them. We can't put it on them. Um, I suppose your generation had had your had your had your, had your, had your thirty or forty dollars. Yeah, we did. We had a good run. Henry has to go through the pain. Henry's going through the pain. Yeah, he's going through the pain. <laughs> but you know what? Look. I was just saying, I was giggles around me last night uh, to fill in the time on his drive home from Lismore to uh, Clamel. But we didn't talk too much because we we're going to do the podcast. But I would say the build up in Kilkenny is low key. You know, it's, it, it is low key. Like the flags are up, the bunting's up. But I think it's very low key, which I think is a good thing. And I think it's based on the expectation a little bit. You know, I think when. In previous All Irelands, when Kilkenny are coming in as favourites to win Ireland, there's more of a hype around, which was then a kind of a natural thing, I suppose. But I think it is a bit, it is a bit, it is a bit quiet around the town, which is interesting. They had the open session last week, but other than that, you know, there's not much, not much of a stir. Whereas I'm, I'm sure Limerick, I'm sure Limerick, there's huge hype for this weekend, you know. 
I, I don't know. I, I was listening to Off the Ball podcast coming down, and they, did, they both teams did a media night, right? And John Kiley, the forward. And then that's as good as that one. I'd be doing my research, you know. And someone, I turned it off halfway through because everything they were saying was the same fucking thing. Excuse my language, but oh, yeah, we're just looking at one game at a time. Yeah, yeah, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And Ling and Hugh Lawler and Thing were the same. They're just, it's gone so bored. Like, if you compare it to AFL, and I know it's contracted and it's professional, but they've players coming off the field being interviewed and they're being open and honest. Yeah, we didn't kick well, we got to tack it in, there was a good smash there. You get nothing from GA players these days. They're so overcoached by media consultants to say absolutely nothing. I, I don't think it's good because I, I, I don't think the hype is there at all either. Even. I don't think it's to do with the split season. I think it's to do with zero access. Bring back the days where there's 15,000 down in Nolan Park the training before the All-Ireland. Do you know what I mean? And that builds the hype. Everything's behind closed doors now. It's, it's, it's rubbish. Yeah, I agree. Like, when I think back on that, like, those open sessions, and it was bananas, really, but, like, I remember going over for 2010, going for the five in a row, and obviously it was the Shefflin thing. That was the night he was coming back, and there was 10,000 at the training. Like, there was. Like, you know, the stands were packed. And it was crazy and all, but if you think about, like, you're able to watch a full session, and now it's all behind closed doors. There's not the same access. They did no preview for the semifinals. There was no media access, I don't think, at all. And, like... You need to have the human side as well of access to the players, and and there is great stories on on, on all our players because they all are amateurs and all that as well. Whereas I think you saw in the last few years with you know you've seen you know Tommy Walsh being a pundit, Jackie Turby the pundit as examples. They would be any players who would never have spoken to the media when they were players, or very little insight on them or knowledge of them. But it's, like you said, they weren't allowed, and I don't think it's media consultants giggles. It's managers. It's saying no, no, you're not to talk to them. You know, we don't just you know, yeah. and they're not giving them access. And, or, and the psychologists as well, they're 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 probably telling them it's not good for your head to be talking about the game and all that kind of stuff as well. There's no but word the about thing, it over here either, lads. I I haven't heard a word about it over here yeah. either. No one talking about it. These guys should be able to make a few pounds by getting to an All Ireland. You know, build their profiles, marketing deals, all that kind of thing. An amateur game because you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to get your Adidas boots or whatever and get paid for all that stuff. It's a, it's a prime opportunity for that professionalism to come in for the top players to do it, and, and they don't. If David really walked past me in the streets, I wouldn't be able to recognise him. Yeah, would no. you? Yeah, no. no. Not, anyway, we, we, yeah. Let's get on to the match. Get on to the match. Yeah, look, look still, look, look. Aside from those points, I, I, I think this game is excellently poised. I think, you know, Limerick obviously in the Ireland semi final against Galway. That first, you know, my, my prediction of the Galway win. Was looking good for the first 20, 25 minutes. Galway came out hammering tongs. Were they going to sustain the pace? That was the big question mark. But then what we saw was that Limerick, Limerick class, quality, relentlessness, and ended up very easy winners. Now, you could lay the blame at Galway. I think they gave up towards the end. They kind of threw in the towel. You know, with maybe 10 minutes to go, I think they kind of completely faded. But... What's worrying me as a Kilkenny supporter going in on Sunday is, and Giggles, you said this last night on the phone, is that if Limerick hit 100% and if Kilkenny hit 100%, Limerick will win. Yeah. And the problem is, are we going to see, from a, the problem is only from a Kilkenny perspective, are we going to see a drop-off across the board? And you could say, oh, some of them aren't going well. You know, Hegarty's not going well. You know, he scored one five dollars last year. Hegarty didn't go well in the semi-final last year either. And then he caught yeah. fire in the final. So I think all these Limerick lads 
are primed for the big, big day. They love the big day. And that's what worries me in that there are some of their parts, plus I think a lot of them will lift again. I think that's where the challenge is going to be, even if they can hit 100%. Yeah, but all things going well, like everything went well for Limerick last year in the final as well. And Kilkenny were way back in the pack, were further back in the pack going into last year's All Ireland final than they are this year. They're they've produced much better displays this year coming in, and especially that Clare win in the semi final <clears throat> just solidified how much they've come in, even in the twelve months. Like. They've held off. They've managed TJ so well. Like, him coming in through in that semi-final, like, he was just a master in that semi-final. He was up and down. He was doing stuff that, you know, a 25-year-old is doing, like, um, like you know, in, in terms of physicality and, and having an engine going up and down the, down the field. But, like, definitely Kilkenny weren't as good last year in this position as they are this year now. They have a lot more answers ticked off this year going into this final. I think, yes, Limerick seemed to be having that trajectory all the way up to a peak performance in the final, but they had a peak performance final as well last year. And I, I just think the only one that's what, ma- yeah, that's what makes it so close. Like it, it really went down to the wire last year's final. People forget that. Like they forget, they, they remember a win, who wins, but like Kenny rattled him massively last year and they're going to do the same this year. It is, it is just so hard to call this final. Way harder than last year. I think I think what if I look at for Kenny to win, it needs and I said this last year as well, it needs the, an own Cody or a Mossy Kion or someone to catch fire and have a, a game like Hegarty had. A Kenny forward other than TJ. Because TJ's not gonna rattle in one five, he, that's not his role anymore. Like, you know, he's he'll might get a point or two, but he's not you know, he's not going to do it all. Someone needs to catch fire yeah. and score the one four, one five for Kilkenny and have one of those days. If we don't if, if Owen Cody is snuffed out, let's be honest, he is our, our prime threat at the mm. moment. He, you know, he's coming in. He had a terrible final last year. He was really poor. He's captain this year, is there extra pressure there? What we gonna go about? I think we need to have a forward to go that way. And then we need Galan to like Hugh Lauder will do well on him I think he would but to, yeah, yeah. to curb him instead of scoring the 2-3 yeah. he might score 1-1 one, one. something like that I think Galan is going to score a goal I think in the Southern final There's no, I don't think he can stop that being honest about it like I don't think he yeah. can um, so we he, that's the counterbalance and if you, if you talk about it on Cody getting a 1-5 and, and Galan being minimised that could be the swing from the 2 point loss last year to a 1 point win this year for Kenny but I think the margins will be like that I think we are going for a game that will go down to the very wire either way, um, given those different permutations. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's very, like we all expected Limerick to walk out of the final last year, and if you remember going to the match, we'd no hope for Kilkenny. And uh, I tipped Jesus, them. I tipped Kilkenny they, last year. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think most people didn't like, give much of a hope, but. The performance they put in last year defied the odds. Can they do that again this year? I think it comes down to a couple of things, right? So I think you've got four key matchups, whether these will be the map. Hugh Lawler and Galan is a, is a foregone conclusion. Kilkenny will put no one else other than Hugh Lawler and Aaron Galan. That's the, like, because he's brilliant in the air. He has pace. He's strong. He's the best fullback in the country. Can he get the better of Aaron Galan? Or will, and, and Galan isn't the fella who I don't think will go out and skin. Hugh Lawler alive. I don't. I don't. I can't see that happening. 
Gnan's the kind of fella that might say, I'm going to make five plays, right? And Liam to your point, if he can get two, three out of those five plays, as opposed to Lawler can hold him to one, one or two or three points from those five plays. Last year, Gnan's knee was heavily strapped, and I think that did have an impact on him. So I think of all of the matchups this weekend, everybody's going to be keen to see this Hugh Lawler versus Gillan. I would, think Hugh Lawler is in the top five part of the year category. Like he's in the would top it not be... Would it not be more suited for Lawler to take um, uh, what's his name? She's the other guy. Flanagan. 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 You know, in terms of size wise and, and Butler to take Galan? But Butler would get cleaned out in the I, air. I, I think Butler, yeah. I I would be very worried on a one-on-one situation Butler and, and Galan with the air ball coming top of him. Yeah. Mm. But, but, but Limerick and Lude are so good. Galan is, and, and I've seen it in all the Limerick matches. There's 60 yards of space. The whole 65 in is empty. And Galan is standing on the, in the in the six-yard square, giving himself all that room. And if Mikey Butler goes out and attacks five balls and wins five balls in a row, Aaron Galan won't give a shot. And the sixth one and the seventh one will come in high. Main player, the hurly bang, goal, bang, goal. That, that's how that's his game. He's, like that catch he did over Dottie Burke was outrageous. Like, and people were saying, oh, oh Dottie Burke, oh, he should have done better. Like, oh, lads, Dottie Burke is, one, over the, Burke, yeah, like, Dottie Burke yeah. is one of the best lads in the air, and you're exactly. meant to make an absolute fool of him. Like, that's because yeah. what you're dealing with there, he's a, fr- he's a freak in the air for yeah. those ones. Yeah. I think, I think on Cody will end up Mark and Mike Casey because I don't think. I don't think Limerick will change their team to put somebody on on, on own Cody. They don't. They've never done that in the last six years. So why would they do? They it won't, man. Mark, no. So Mike Casey will be on own Cody, and I think that Mike Casey hasn't had the best year this year. He's strong. He's relatively quick, but I don't think he's as strong as own Cody, and I don't think he's as quick as own Cody. So for me, that there is an opportunity for Kilkenny uh, if Cody brings the farm from the last two games in. He's in the early of the year category as well on Cody. He's taller than Casey. He's probably as strong and he's definitely faster. So that'll be interesting. I, I like if I was managing the team tomorrow, I would put Dan Marcy on him because Dan Marcy stops everything. Like he just stops everyone. Doesn't matter who you are. But if if Kilkenny put TJ at full forward, that would mean Dan Marcy and TJ, which is another huge battle. So both those would be key. And then I think one that might transpire is in the middle of the field, which is fascinating, is Adrian Mullen marking Keen Lynch or Keen Lynch marking Adrian Mullen on the other side. Like two scorers, two fantastic, skillful players, two men that have transformed themselves into absolute tanks. They're, they're, they're the kind of four matchups I'm really looking forward to seeing at the weekend um, with four key players for Kilkenny and four key players for Limerick. That could be the swing of, of this game. So you you call out those matchups, Giggles. If you in in the four matchups, who you you think is going to come out on top? Now it's a very it's 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 a a qualitative measure. There, you know, it's yeah. a hard one. But if you were to say if you were to pick who you think would come out there, who do you think is going to come out on top? Bear in mind the the Lawler Glam one, you know. The Galarik Lamb one's going to be 50 50. Yeah. And it all depends on how much Galant scores. As you said, he could get two four from play or he could get one one from play. Uh, I think Owen Cody will get the better of Casey. I think Dan Morrissey will shut TJ Reid down. From, I think he's just a stopper. He's in peak physical condition. I think for the first time over the weekend, TJ is a, he's dead eye from a free when he has he works his arse off. But it was the first time I actually thought, Jesus, he's actually not fast enough to get away from a player. And he's like compared to last year or the year before. 
I could visibly see his pace had kind of reduced significantly uh, versus other intercounty players. And I just, I, I think TJ will have a very specific role at the weekend. As you said, it's not going to be the score and burst past lads. He'll make the clever runs, but I don't think he has the pace there. So I think Dan Morrissey might better TJ. And Mullen and Keane Lynch, I, I couldn't call that because I don't know how, what the progression for Keane Lynch is. Like he was good against Galway without being brilliant. Mullen was unbelievable against yeah, yeah. Um, Clare. So I, I don't know. But the, the other thing, the, the other kind of ones I would say from last year, I'm saying this to you, Liam, the best player, I think I think he got man in the match, or Haggerty got man in the match, but yeah. I, my man in the match last year was Kyle Hayes. Yeah. At centre forward, the stride which you read. If you look at the Limerick half forward line the last day, that's going to be the same half forward line. Tom Morrissey's having a, a very good year. David Reedy would suit Richie Reed down to the ground, same stature, same height, wouldn't have that physical imposing. And and look, I know you mentioned Hegarty now, but he, I, I don't see Hegarty scoring one five this year. I just don't no. see it well, well, at all. I think he might get two or three points, he'll work man like performance. But he that that, that half hour line last year destroyed Kilkenny. Like every puck out was one. Do you, do you not think to put Hayes on top hop of Richie Reed? Do you not think they could do it? I I I I, I, I think I don't think they will, but I think they no. should. Yeah. yeah, I think they should. I think they, but but he hasn't played centre forward all year, so it's hard to say. But and and they're missing so many backs. Like it, it would depend on if Declan Hannan gets back. Yeah, like I think Hannan they're going to risk. Hannan. I think if if Hannan's at seventy percent, they'll play him, or sixty percent, they'll play him, because we saw like they'll risk a sub on playing him because they're going to make five subs. Yeah. What what about what about Lee? What's your take on the Kilkenny half hour line? Like it, it, on paper, it's weak weak as hell. Yeah, and the thing will be whether John Donnelly, yeah, Donnelly was feeling. Yeah, and and, Do- and Keoghan was it? Yeah, Mossy started wing forward last day. Um, yeah. So I think I I don't like Mossy out around the half. I think he actually needs to be in full forward. I yeah. think he causes trouble in there. He's a he's he, yeah. he gets through a pile of work and he gets a goal. Like in in an awkward yeah. way, he'll get a goal. Feeling, yeah. I think, will get blown out of it. I like. I actually kind of like him. He's kind of rangy. You know, he's different. He brings something different. But I, I don't think, I don't think he'll be able to stand up to the Limerick half back line. Um, and then John Donnelly, who I actually really like, had a stinker he's against. Solid. Clare. Yeah, but he has stinker. He's solid, but he has stinker yeah. against Clare. That's he was. The, I say mm. the worst game I seen play for Kenny was against Clare. So th- that's a good thing in that there's a lift in him, right, for the final. Like he, he can only go up from where he was. Um. Wally then is a lad who's going to come in. Does they, Wally have 70 minutes in him? No, he I don't think it's... I, I think they'll hold him in reserve because of... the. He had a great impact when he came in last year. He had a great impact mm. against Galway. He wasn't great against Clare, I would say, when he came in, but he, you know, he's still... He, he's a handful. You know, he, he is a handful. The big question is around David Blanchfield. So the rumour earlier in the week was he's out, collapsed lung, like that he was... All right. That he was gone... And that obviously, you know, you would see him as a key man to take on Hegarty. You would as as kind I of saw, I was just, there. yeah, as a key man. I was just up. about to say he'll not he'll nullify him. Yeah. Now yeah, then, the talk yeah. yesterday was though he's going to be playing. So, from from a very early one, he was out. Now that he's going to be playing, where is it? It's probably somewhere in between. I'd say he's a kind of a fifty fifty chance of making it. If he is out, I would be worried in that. Our depth. Well, no, I'd probably be it'll be Buckley. I'd say will come in, unless they, unless Carkin, I wouldn't be. Like Carkin didn't feature in the subs the last day. Like so, Carkin got clean against Galway, yeah, that's true. and he Buckley came on against Galway for him, and then Buckley came on mm. against Clare. Carkin didn't feature. I don't think Carkin will feature. 
Um, now, Corcoran is a big physical fella. Maybe they look at that saying, right, he's got the stature, maybe he's different build to Killian. Um, but I think Killian will offer you a bit more on the ball. He's probably a bit more mobile, even though he's, you know, obviously, you know, has been there a while. So I think that's, uh, hopefully Blanchfield plays, but if he doesn't, that does, I suppose, weaken Kenny in terms of what they'll have to offer off the bench. Because the, the bench is going to be used. This is the key thing, right? There's going to be four subs made by each team. Regardless of how each team is going, they will they will run them through from the fifty five minutes onwards. Um, so I think I think that's a that's a key a key call out. The the other thing I think as well is is there I I don't think there's any pressure on Limerick for this four in a row. Like there's no real talk of the four in a row. Remember when Kenny were going for the three in a row, the four yeah, in a row. There's no true. there's no real talk about it. I I don't think that's no. even a factor for them. I don't think that's a factor for them. You know, like they but want to win it, but I don't think it's a factor. Going back to your point, like I, I, when you said Galway kind of threw in the towel, that manifested itself in that they could not win the ball, right? They could not get the ball. And I think it'll be the same with Kilkenny, just looking at it. Like, if that's their half forward, like, I, I always think nearly the half forward then at the moment is more important than the, the half back line. And it, it's easy to flip it, but if the puck outs are coming down on the Kilkenny half forward line from Owen Murphy, which they inevitably will because Limerick will press up. And you've got Kyle Hayes, Willow Dunhu, let's just R Declan Hannon and yeah. Dermot Burns, six foot three, the wall across. That's where they got on top against Galway. And if it's if it's feeling John Donnelly and Mossy or someone like that, none of them are unbelievable puck out with Now I do you know, I think we'll see giggles though, is TJ will be out half hour late. For, yeah. I think they'll have and to. And they did it last year. Yeah. They did it last year. And and this is the the TJ role is that TJ will be a primary ball winner. He'll win his own ball. He'll win freeze like he did against Clare, and then he'll offload. And yeah, and yeah, that's what and that's yeah. what he did against Limerick last year as well. Did the exact same thing, and and he was probably Kenny's best forward in the other final last year. And they might put TJ because like, where do you get the most space from the Limerick back slash midfield is probably at centre forward. Yeah. And if TJ has his ball in the hand at centre forward, he can distribute and bring runners in, or he can score himself. So, yeah, maybe TJ at centre forward. Um, coming up against a maybe potential injured or half cooked um, Declan Hannon or an inexperienced at centre back wheel I don't know who might be where uh, a place where they'll target and actually that would make sense because they definitely need to strengthen up the half forward line from a ball winning perspective Now with the press giggles it's interesting with the sharp puck out thing I think we've seen with Kenny this year and in particular against Clare how when Shane O'Donnell got that goal like Kenny were kind of Okay, we're under pressure here now. A normal thing Old Murphy would have done would he would have went along with that next puck out. And Kilkenny didn't go along. They worked it through the lines and they got a point. Very, very controlled. Now it's easier to do against Clare than against Limerick, right? But I think we will see a greater variety from I don't think I think Kilkenny will give that short one to Hugh Lawler. They'll give that short one to Tommy Walsh. Now whether it'll pay off, I don't know, but I do think they're going to work it more so even than they did in last year's final. And I think they've come on a bit more. They probably have a small improvement in that space. Yeah, they have, but like Claire, let them have it. Yeah. Limerick won't. You think they'll Limerick push up on the puck out? Push up, hundred percent, and then they'll run back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or they'll force, or they'll force to try and give it to a half back, so it's that much more difficult to get it into the hand. They're they're, they're fucking so smart, but yeah. Now the great thing, do what's great is, is exciting from is seeing Richie Hogan on the last day. And he came on against Limerick the last in the final now nowhere as well. I think that if 
there's a couple of little bits there that if the Kenny are in the bat in the are in the hunt with ten minutes to go, I know they only lost by two points last year, but really, lads, we were going into injury time and Limerick were five points up. We have to remember that point as well, right? You know, it was a cracking game, but Limerick wore five up at 70 minutes. Kilkenny then got three points in a row. But it was level at 67. No, I know. But they were, <laughs> Limerick were five up, though. Limerick were five I know, up. I know. And Kenny yeah, got back to two, up. and then Limerick killed that yeah. ball in, in the corner, and Kilkenny couldn't get it down for that, for that last chance. So I think it's if it's the one-score game, going down the stretch Kilkenny have a great chance but if Limerick have that cushion which you know and, and on that point as well I said this to Giggles as well last night quickly on the phone what, I, know you, I watched back to All-Ireland there last year only recently is Kilkenny worked so hard last year for every score like they really yeah. fucking worked so yeah. hard and then Limerick would go up to field and score, nearly scored ease so I think yeah you had you know you had you had AHD launching ones over from the side yeah yeah like hail like, mary yeah. points like you know like yeah. and, and as he caught fire like I just yeah look I think yeah, it's going to be fascinating I think we're and it's going the weather to give him good weather I think it's going to be a, I think we're in for a cracking game we we won't be disappointed I don't think we're going to be disappointed as as hardly people watch as a Kilkenny fan obviously you want to win but I think for yourselves going up. I know you texted me yeah. last year after I know Giggs, you were delighted you won your you won your bet, you were high as a kite. But I think you you the game last year been in the flesh at it, it was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable game. Yeah. And there was no booing either. No, there's no Cork fans. Yeah. No, but there might be Kikini fans poking their head off each other and the inside in the terraces though. They were the clear lads fighting that in that row. <laughs> oh, it was just the clear lads, yeah, not It was a clear lad hitting the Kikini lad in the clip, obviously, that you saw. <laughs> Claire. The Clare were boo- Clare fans boo TJ for one of his frees. They were booing when he's hitting the free. It's like yeah. fucking scum. How are you booing TJ? Like, <laughs> fuck off. I had I I have an eight year old the evening after footy training. There was there was guys booing him while he was taking a, a free. He lost the bloody plot. I started pulling lads onto the ground and everything. He was going bananas. Couldn't handle it. Lot. Were the kids booing him or yeah. was adults? Kids were booing. <laughs> That's a disgrace. Oh, he lost the plot. He can, he's he's a bit like yourself, Liam. He doesn't like the booing at all. Nah, I don't like it. No need for like. No need. No. It's only certain fans in Munster do it. Do, do, you, know, do you know what? The, the the Dublin senior football team in their pomp that was they used to have Dean Rock practicing freeze after training, and they would line the whole back line with the forward line, and they would have everyone throwing shit at him, and they would have speakers rolled in from the side with fans booing. As he took the kick to replicate, that was the level of preparation that they were at. Did you do the Dean Rock is, free kick in course giggles? Did you? Remember he was doing that free kick. Oh course. No, did you do that? That, that? that was a thousand euros a day. Couldn't afford it. Only the Southside uh, Dorky, uh, mm. Kilmacud, Ballyvoden guys, Ballyvoden guys could afford that. But yeah. will we go to predictions, lads, for the weekend? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's funny, right? Uh, it's funny, Why right? Why are you picking kick, innit? Yeah. It's funny, right? <laughs> when we won the other semi-final, straight away you're like, okay, playing Limerick now. And your initial thing is, it's very hard to see them win. For all those reasons we just talked about there. But as I've got closer to Sunday, I, I don't know if this is a nervous excitement, I feel more confident about them winning this year than I was last year. Like, I feel like they can actually do it. So, it it definitely is a heart thing as well, I'll be honest about But I am going to tip kick Henny for a two point win and I think it's because I'm going to I'm, fingers are crossing I think going Cody will catch fire 
I think he's going to have that game that he needs to have. And I think if one of our forwards does that, and if if and on the balance of Lawler nullifying Galan, that will be the swing. Yeah. The, that's why I'm going to yeah. call two point win for Galan. Yeah, I'd be. I'm I'm very similar to you, Liam. I'm. It's the Lawler thing for me is is swinging it, but it's also the it like. It's just this something about. There's a bit of a Kilkenny legacy here on the line as well. You know, someone else doing the four in a row, and I just don't think a Kilkenny team will. Kilkenny love stopping teams doing this type of thing as well. It has nothing to do with science or anything like that, or players like that. But it just it's just something in the waters around that, and. I'm I'm going for a Kikini win as well. I think they will win it by bare mar- margin. I just think the like Clare through absolutely everything at them. Like I mean, piled it on them and they just responded with everything. Like even like Paddy Deegan is another guy who's probably an unsung hero on that team as well. He's he's absolutely class, lads. I know he looks as awkward as they come, but man, he is one of the one of the mainstays in that team. Blanchfield, if he's playing. It's a it's a big out if he's out, and I could swing it the other way. But I'm, I'm going for Kikini win by a point. It'll be not. I reckon I'm going to back the draw, but I reckon oh, geez, it'll be Kikini win. Kikini yeah. win by a point, Shawnee. I reckon actually Paddy Deegan versus Dara Donovan would be a very good matchup as well. Yeah, and and there's there's also the the, the temptation there that you push Dara Donovan, you Mark Mullen, and mark him, and Deegan they'll be saying thing, you mark Ian Lynch, which might follow from mid but the midfield battle will be very interesting. I think in Limerick's last ten championship matches, they've won them all by a score. So despite all the narrative around Limerick dominance, Galway in the semi final, Clare in the Munster final, are, are drawn. Uh Cork by a point, that's three. Tip was a draw, four games. Clare they lost by a point, the only last five. Watford they won by two points. Kilkenny the year before they won by two points. Galway they won by three points. Monster final, they won after extra time. That was nine. Who did they play before that? And there was actually nearly 12 games, if you go back. They've won 11. Sorry, won 10, drawn one, and lost one, all by a score. So if you're talking about teams being able to ride out the tough last couple of minutes, I think there's no one better in the mix. On the flip side, Kikini probably have had two to three major pressure games over the last two years in that, like, they drew with Galway in a round-robin game or, or, and they hammered them twice in, in Leinster finals. You know, I don't think they've had that tight pressure scenario as much as Limerick have had. Oh, but the Leinster final with Kenny came back, there were two points down and won it. That, 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 was, that was their one, that, there was that game, but there was, there, there was not that much pressure on the Leinster final. Like clear Galway game, they were down, like... And the, and they the clear game. I, yeah, so I said two or three versus ten. <laughs> is, is the kind of thing I'm, I'm looking at. I think the age factor will come into Kilkenny. I think all of their bench that they're bringing on are old, mm. right? So Richie Hogan, Wally Welch, TJ's old. Um, who has they've got like a what? Kyogen isn't 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 the young. He's bench. young. Billy he's Ryan young. has been he's around young. a while. He's young. They are anyway, young. They are young eagles now. I'm giving my. I I think Kilkenny are a bit older. I think Limerick are going to win this game. Uh like they've got Carl O'Neill either to start to come off the bench. Um, they've Boylan they will have two or three others that I can't think right now but I think it is set up for their trajectory ever since they got beaten by Clare has been on the up I think Blanchfield will have a collapsed lung and the rumours coming up he is a massive loss in the back line mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And Kilkenny, Kilkenny just don't have the, swing it, yeah. the depth to cover losses like Limerick do. So I'm going to go... And the other thing is, last four championship games between Limerick and Kilkenny, two wins for Kilkenny, two wins for Limerick, all by less than a score. So two points, one point, three points, but two points. Okay. So it is going to be tight. Yeah, it is going okay. to be tight. I'm going to go for Limerick with the two points again. Um, similar to Kilkenny winning the four in a row. Might, Kilkenny might have it in their grasp on 67 minutes, but Limerick might come back and rob it with a goal from a, a push from a full full forward to go in yeah. behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, um, so, yeah. There might be camera camera arrive from Aaron Gillan with a little curly flick or something like that, but I, I, I'm actually going to this game fully neutral. Part of me wants to see most Kilkenny people experience a 20-year drought um, just, just to have them an experience of drought like, like all the rest of us. Um, Partly, you'd see it. I like to see a change in the guard. I think Derek Ling is actually a very likable manager, and he's really continued to kind of yeah, like you have to. What, whatever you say about it, when lads up at training was saying last night, Kenny, it's like they, they don't believe in scoreboards. It doesn't matter whether you're twenty points up or twenty points down. They will continue to play with the same effort regardless. And if you look at teams like. Galway or Waterford or, or, or teams who aren't, haven't been as successful or haven't gotten over the line as often, there has been collapses and you can never say that about the Kilkenny team. So there's huge admiration in the way they've played. They've continued that through. I think, Liam, when we were chatting after the, the Kilkenny Tipperary league match back in March, we were thinking it was going to be a fairly bleak, yeah. bleak year for Kilkenny yeah, and they absolutely pulled it, pulled it out of the bag again. So, I wouldn't be surprised if Kilkenny won, but I do am um, tipping a two-point Limerick win. So I'm going to be the okay. two to one. Two to one. Uh, two. One little side note I will just put in. Uh, Killian Buckley is getting married on Saturday. Oh, yes. Have you heard this? Yes, I heard this. So Killian Buckley is getting mar- married on Saturday. Now you'll say, why did he put it on when there was a chance Kilkenny get into Ireland? The Ireland final was meant to have been last weekend, and that's the way it was last year. It was on the 9th of July last year. They changed it in February. They changed the date of the Ireland final. They pushed it out another week. And Wally is getting married, Walter Walsh, next weekend. So, Kenny Buckley's getting married on Saturday. Walter Walsh is his best man. Oh. Uh, and you can imagine, for that, probably half the team are probably going, most of them are probably going as well. So, it's, you know, it's a very, very interesting build-up. Imagine you're getting married the day before. And but if the Kilkenny if the Kilkenny boys go to bed at nine o'clock, which they will, it's nearly the perfect distraction, isn't it? It's like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> put your glad <laughs> rags on. You go meet the lads. Everything's about Killian Buckley and his wife, yeah. and it's not about the match. Albeit they will meet so many GA people at at the event because that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. no so, doubt, yeah. no doubt. There's you didn't get the invite, Liam. No. Didn't get the invite. No, didn't. After we gave them that lovely jersey and all in Sydney that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that, we, um, that that is an interesting one. I hate to get the wedding on the Saturday. I remember playing a championship game. We were it was like a bank holiday Monday. The championship game was on. One of the lads in the team got married, and there was about three or four of us on the you know the groom's party, and we went to the wedding and on a Friday. The matches on the Monday. Nobody drank. I swear to God, it was the longest wedding ever. Oh yeah. But <laughs> like everyone after drinking and everything, nobody ever drinking water. Like you know, standing around like spare spare pricks at the wedding, and. Anyway, come Monday, because it was a long weekend as well, we turned off the championship game. We were absolutely blown out of the water. Like we were like, st- yeah. we, like if we might as well have like been on the piss on Friday and Saturday because 
we were stuck to the ground because we were thinking about it all oh, weekend. Can, like yeah. the fact that we had, yeah, Jesus, the worst ever. Yeah, yeah. But surely they'll they'll just go to the, the church, you know, have the oh, meal yeah. after yeah. and, and they're going to bed for an gone hour in. and then go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's they couldn't be balls of a wedding, don't it? <laughs> like, what time does Killian? What time does Killian Buckley go to bed at on the day of his wedding? Does he go at eleven o'clock? Oh, he'd be in bed. I 10 know, o'clock. yeah, he'd be in bed ten o'clock, less. Depends if he's starting, I suppose. But you know he's featuring. He's featuring no matter what. On Sunday. He will be yeah. like you know he. He will co- be on. He will be on whether you know whether he's starting because the Blanchfield's mm-hmm. out or whether he'll come on with fifteen minutes to go. He he will be playing. So yes, yeah, that's Killian Buckley as well into the, into the mix. I mean, I mean, it'd be a good day too, though, wouldn't it? Coming home with Lee McCarthy yeah. on, on Sunday evening to Kenny. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that happens. Okay. Well, look, we're all looking forward to. We'll. We'll be doing a podcast next week as well, or maybe a week after, just on on the review of the year. But um, yeah, really looking forward to our giggles. We do have a, a giggles corner, so we will keep moving. Look, just conscious of time here as well. So one second, we'll get onto our giggles corner. Giggles has been so busy that he's rehashed his last giggles corner with an update. Sorry, now to to start off that way, giggles. Yeah, well, we're just going to do another All Star team uh, where we are at before the final. Just to give you the high level, we've got four players out and four players in from last week. So I'm going to go through the team. Um, new entrant, like they do in Top of the Pops. We've got Owen Murphy into goal instead of Nicky Quaid. I think Oh, so, uh, quite about that after a couple of miraculous saves that he pulled off. I know we didn't even get to talk about them, but Jesus Christ, they were absolutely magnificent. Saved the game for Kilkenny, basically. Yeah. Yep. Mikey Butler stays at two. Hugh Lawler gets shifted out of three over to four. Ah, giggles. No, no, no. Full back line. And Dan Marcy goes in at three. No, that's... Put, no, 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 Pick one no. of them, giggles. So Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Lawler has played cornerback. Like the, the way the full back line set up these days, it's two inside, one outside. Mikey Butler, Dan Marcy, Hugh Lawler. Half back line, Kyle Hayes stays where he is. Dahi Burke stays where he is. And Joseph Cooney. Uh, stay, was who played wing back goes back to wing back from midfield Adrian Eddie Mullen Deegan comes in there. Adrian who? Paddy Deegan no I don't think Paddy Deegan's Paddy played Deegan. No. No, no I don't think he's Paddy played no I don't think he's either to be fair the next new entry Adrian Mullen comes in midfield and Dara Donovan comes into midfield so they're the two new wins uh, half hour then who's then out? Mar- I'll tell you who's out now. Noel McGrath's out anyway Barry Nash is out. Nicky Quaid is out. They're the three right. that are gone for the three coming in. Um, oh, four coming in. Tony Kelly's gone. Tony Kelly. Yeah, good riddance, Tony Kelly. Yeah. Sorry, now, Mikey Butler, lads, just quickly on that. He did the same job on him again when he was on him. Oh, savage. Savage. Tony Kelly scored a point for play. Tony, he scored a point for play. Tony Kelly would be having nightmares all winter and, and he'd wake up in the middle of the night and he'd see Mikey Butler sitting in the corner of the room looking like, at him. Fair play to Mikey Butler to back it up again. We, we, didn't, we didn't think he would, did we? In fairness, we said that the last time. No, we didn't. We didn't. They, need to, they need to start talking more about Shane O'Donnell and Claire than Tony Kelly. Oh, I love Shane O'Donnell. Shane O'Donnell, Shane O'Donnell is, is one of my favourite players, Les. Oh, I love Shane O'Donnell. Ah, he's class, yeah. isn't he? He's the best fella to watch. Like. Oh, he's deadly. And I must, I must we would give a shout out to the fella I met, the fella who spent time in Melbourne with us, even though he didn't get to play some sort of a row with the Wolf Tones Club there at the time he didn't get to play. <laughs> Peter Duggan, he had a fantastic game, lads. Yeah, he did. For, yeah. Know, for an elder statesman now, some of the tap-downs into his hand were unreal. Yeah, he did a fantastic game. I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, um, but the, the forward line, I think five of these are set and there's no change in them. 
So the half forward line, Tom Morrissey, David Fitzgerald, Shane O'Donnell, and the full forward line is simple. Conor Reed and Aaron Gillan, Owen Cody. That's a full forward line, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So in in the four ends, we have Owen Murphy in, Dan Morrissey in, Adrian Mullen in, Dara Donovan in. I don't think you can argue with any of the four of them coming in. And the four out are Nicky Quaid, Barry Nash, Tony Kelly and Noel McGrath. Yeah. TJ is probably yeah. the one man who probably has it. TJ, I would say David Blanchfield. Yeah, TJ. I think TJ is having, TJ's having a great year. They're probably the two lads who have the best chance of get breaking into that over the weekend. I think if TJ like, has a good All-Ireland final, which I think he will, I think Kenny will, I think TJ will get lost there. He might jump in ahead of David Fitzgerald. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. David you know, had a great year. We had Tanya's family, my wife's family from Australia are over and we brought her brother and nephew to the semi-final. And they were sitting on their own just the way the tickets went that they had two tickets together on their own and we were sitting somewhere else. So I wasn't able to sit with them for the match which I would like to have done, you know, because they've, they've, you know, they've had watched a couple of games on TV and stuff and saw it once before. But um, it was interesting just at half time just to get what they thought of what was going on. And Tanya's yeah. brother's comment was, "Would someone just help TJ out? Would someone just give him a give him a rest? Like it was he could you know like it was just interesting like an observation of someone yeah. like just looking at it completely cold. It was just like he's doing everything, you know. I thought that was yeah. an interesting observation from someone who wouldn't have a clue about the match but could see the work he was getting through, you know. Do you know, do you know what, Liam? Actually, I I had two Aussies with me at the match as well, and they had never been to a match either. And I got two interesting observations. One wasn't surprising, right? One was, Jesus, the goalies must be absolute lunatics. And I was like, yeah, yes, yeah. every single goalie is an absolute lunatic. They don't wear any padding. They stand, yeah. the ball is struck at them at 110 miles an hour, and they're there to save it. So that's, that was expected. What was really insightful, one of the guys who was with me is a big AFL Jalan supporter. And uh, I was like, he said to me, what did the guys in the lines do? Or they just say whether the ball goes out of play, does it go left or right? And, uh, and then he goes, so there's only one referee. I was like, yeah, there's only one referee, <laughs> would you yeah. believe? So, obviously, the pace of the game is so fast, and that's what they commented on as well. They're so huge, hugely impressed with the day, obviously. But they could not get over that there was only one referee. Whereas in AFL, obviously, there's six umpires, and they all have equal say in terms of making decisions. Yeah. And that game moves way slower than hurling. So, maybe that is a kind of. I think two uh, referees in hurling would be a great call. One each half. Yeah, I think they should try one that. One each half. Now, sorry, yeah. you, just, you just triggered something there, Shani. This is interesting. This is for you now. It's concentrate. You're looking at something else on your screen. So this year, <laughs> you would say, I looked after Giggles very well. I brought him to Turles, got him to T-Pass. Yeah, him very true. Co- a couple of times now, you know. Yeah. Looked after him, sorted him with a few other things I won't name. You know, it's like, you know, I'd be always on the lookout for him. I always think of him first. Yeah, and he would have returned a favour, like. you think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, obviously. But that's not the case because I rang Giggles just for a chat. A good old friend was before the semi final. Giggles lets me know he's off to the AIB corporate box for the Ireland semi final. Four tickets he had. Ah, stop. Four tickets he had for the AIB corporate box, and I was not even in. Obviously, he's going himself. I wasn't in the top three. You were the fifth. I wasn't even the fifth, I'd say. You're standby. <laughs> I wasn't Indeed. even in these thinking. Isn't that unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, all Liam, the T-passes isn't that unbelievable? If I go back Liam on brought, the WhatsApp, I'd say there's at least three T-passes t- in there. There was definitely two. And, uh, now, in fairness, Liam brought 26 people to the other in semi-final. He, he had all, all, all the Linhans, all the Grossoms, all the fucking 
It doesn't matter. There was ne- there was never a call saying Liam, do you want to come in? And we'll give. A- I'll take those tickets you have for the Aussie. Like you know, Giggles looks after. You know, he was lo- he's something else. There was another motive behind that, Johnny. You know what I mean? He had some other kind of motive yeah. there. I was no good to him because oh, yeah. he was get he was getting nothing out of me. Do you know what I mean? He's not oh, yeah. getting yeah, exactly, yeah. There's no return of bringing me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, I would just be given to him because it was a nice thing to do. Oh. I was looking at him back from him, like, do you know what I mean? Liam, Liam, we'll, you'll be in the corporate box, don't worry. No, no, it's like yeah, I'm yeah, with the real yeah. fans. <laughs> I know the real fans are my people. I'll get you the corporate box in, in Derry there next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, look, just just I kinda knew what side the bread was buttered anyway there. I know for next year for the T pass who will be ringing instead. Um I still get it. Johnny, World Games. Yeah. This week yeah. you're flying home. You're what a great start! You've got an Ireland final on a Sunday, and you're straight up yeah. to Derry on Sunday night Derry. for the World Games. Mm-hmm. What's the What's That's the hype it. like coming back? I know this is not your first World Games, but surely there's you must be really looking forward to that week up there. I am looking forward to it. Um, there is. Like we we've we've obviously myself and Giggles played it before in, in Waterford um in two thousand nineteen. Um it is it's great. It's gonna be a great opportunity to play it back home again and, and, and get to you know, try and do a bit more than we did last year and or the last time we were there and, and get over the go over the last hurdle. Um it is pretty grueling and now being the age that I am it's going to be a tough ask to be playing. We've got one game on a Monday. We've got our first game up is against Asia at four o'clock. Then we've got two games on Tuesday. Once one against Europe and the other one against Middle East. And then Wednesday we've got two more games again, Asia and and Europe. And then Thursday, Thursday we've got two more games again. Like you're going to playing Middle taxing. East in That's the morning, and then you have to yeah, and then you're playing the semi final in the in the afternoon, and then. Uh, the the top the final in is played on the Friday in in Cason Park in Derry. Is there no is there no New York team in it? it? No, there's no New York in it, um, which is surprisingly. Um, so four, but four, yeah, look, four, I'm four teams. We have a very strong team. We're probably made up of um, predominantly uh, Sydney-based teams or players because they obviously won the the um, state games last year so they had the, the bigger pick this year um, there's myself uh, I have another club mate Shane O'Regan from Watergrass Hill Darren Cork who's from Cork as well Middleton um, we're all from Victoria um, and then you've actually an old club mate of yours Kevin Kenny, Kevin Kenny yeah. is actually playing uh, very good very good player actually uh, and Brian Vaughan I guess the same same manager from a couple of years ago Um Pity, it's a pity we didn't have Joe O'Connor. You're off from Wexford. You were marking him in the sevens a couple of years ago, Liam. He actually was captain of this the New South Wales team last year and would have been captain of big the, unit, is he, that fella? Of, yeah, yeah, would have been captain of this team as well. Yeah. But he, unfortunately, he transferred back to his home club started the year this year. Oh, he's gone. Um, okay. So he's gone. He can't play. But no, I think we have a very strong team. Um, if they can carry an old man for the week, they'll they'll be doing well. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we can get through the week. You know, if I get past Tuesday, anything after that will be a bonus, I reckon. There'll be no fear, but, Johnny. Do, do, you, do you know what's interesting? I was there was a, uh, our fullback slash wingback David Pendergast. He is a very very good player. Like he'd be he'd be on the Middle East team, and he said to me that 
because the final isn't on in Crow Park this year, a lot of players from the Middle East are choosing to transfer back to their home club and play as a and and so what it said to me was they're not going to have any ringers, you know, like who will transfer right. home and yeah. the, the, the home thing. So the, I will the admit East, as well. Yeah, I will admit like it is. It's not as exciting this year as it was in 2019 because you had the carrot of Crow Park to get yeah. to the final. Um, and I will admit it. It's it's not. I'm not jumping on my skin at the moment. I'm looking forward to going back, obviously, and, and course, playing. And of course, it is a pity. It's just it's a pity. It is a pity. Yeah, they kind of stuffed it up because there's yeah they stuffed yeah, it up the, because of this. The, the season has pushed out a week as well. Yeah. Do you know, like, I think what would have happened if that Ireland final hadn't got pushed, you would... Ilan Buckley could have got married properly <laughs> and, and Molly Walsh. And, and, and you, you could have got a final to back. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe they could have done the World Games the first week in August. Yeah. You know, the football's yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, and you, you would have had Because I think, that, like, even the festival atmosphere, Shawnee, around Crow Park, when you saw all the, like, there was a team from South Africa there who were all kind of home-based players. And they yeah. were doing their dancing crow pack, and it was fucking deadly. It was kind of cool. And, yeah, you don't think that you don't think that dance will go down as well in Derry, like from a hurling point of view as well, right? Like most hurler hurling people are from midway down, right? So having it in Watford suited. Whereas Shawnee could go down to Watford, stay for two nights, go home, see yeah. the family, and then back up. And whereas nearly all the hurling people are from, as I said, Galway down. Yeah. And you're going up to Derry. Well, it was good, good hurlers up north too, but I know what you're saying. I wouldn't have to oh, say. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Definitely not discounting that. But let's say, like, the Middle East and and and, a, and Europe are going to be grand because they can get home whenever they want. But let's say coming home from Australia, you don't get to come home that often. No. And to be five five hours away from home <laughs> is, is a long way up. I think you have a great chance of winning this year, Shani. I think it'd be savage if you could put... Because I think there's been... Three world games to date, I think. Is that right? Or two? Two world yeah, games three. to date. No, this is the third one. This is the third one. Yeah. And the hurling final has been Middle East versus Australia for the last two and they've got the better of the yeah. Beckers. So we'll be fucking praying for an Australia win. Third time lucky. Yeah. If Kenny can turn around turn turn it around in the in, in the in the hurling yeah. in the senior county and Australia can turn it around in the in the world games. Yeah. It's a good week for Liam. We'll be wishing you, we're wishing you all the best with it, Shawnee, and um, looking forward to seeing you in the flesh on Sunday up in Crow Park for the build-up. And Thanks, lads. Uh, I dropped a few kilos, and you have to come home, so keep me going for the week. Yeah, yeah. You're are, you bringing, are you bringing a slab, slab of stone wood for us, yeah? Oh, jeez, yeah. Don't bother. <laughs> I have a, I have a, bag of, half a bag of Tim Tams there inside the suitcase for the brothers already. They won't you last long gone, either. You, you left them gone before you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. G'dayGmail.com, G'dayGA on Twitter and Instagram. Um, looking forward to the weekend. Enjoy, everyone, and we'll be back again soon. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Giggles. See you soon, lads. Good night. God bless.